0: out into the world with action. Changing limiting beliefs. Okay, so we're changing limiting beliefs. So what is a belief? Often in our world, people throw around words and they don't even know what they mean and they don't know what the operational definition is. And I learned from a very young age from my mother, who was a writer, that only use words you know the definitions of. Know what you're talking about and understand the definitions of the word or don't use the word. So I have been studying words all along. So what's a belief? A belief is an attitude that we have about a thing. I've learned from a very young age to know the definitions of the words I use. My mom instilled it in me since I was very young, and my grandmother was a writer, my mom was a writer, it's in my blood. So what is a belief? If we're going to change limiting beliefs or we're going to transcend limiting beliefs, then what does that mean? Well, a belief is an attitude about something and we can carry those attitudes very deeply. In fact, many of our beliefs, a majority of them get in us before we're two years old, which means they're not even verbal. They're attitudes and ways of being that are inherent in us because we learned them before we had language. So usually we don't even understand what those beliefs are until we run into something, a challenge somehow. A simple example is doing the dishes. I had two friends of mine. They, they were in love, got married, and then they had a lot of fights in the beginning of who's supposed to do the dishes and who's supposed to take out the trash. Because in His world, his job was taking out the trash and her job was doing the dishes. In her world, it was something different. It was we negotiate and we discuss it. So they had a lot of clashing in the beginning after they got married over things that seemed really, in their their words, stupid. But I'm like, no, it's not stupid. If you have two different people with different ways of seeing the same thing, and you don't discuss it, and you don't have a way to even know it's a thing, then we don't know how to, how to navigate that or how to negotiate who didn't do what. And the moment we had a conversation about it, they're like, oh, okay, well, we'll do it this way and that way and move on from there. And then they're both happy about it. Every person carries beliefs about things, everything. It's impossible to not have a belief. It's also impossible not to be limited in some level because our human brain limits our ability. The physical body, the human brain limits what can be amazingly done spiritually. So by definition, in this three-dimensional world, we have limitations. So if we want to change limitations, one of the first things we want to have is awareness. We want to be aware that A, we have attitudes about things. And that sometimes those attitudes can create depression, disconnection, it can create angst, it can create anxiety, it can create fights even. But we have to have awareness of what it is I say I believe. One of the ways you can tell what you believe is do if then. If this happens, then this. That's how one of the ways we do beliefs, right? If the dog barks, it means she doesn't like that person. Right? If the guy, if the husband does not take out the trash, that means he doesn't like his wife. Do You see how people can have beliefs that make no sense? And it would be wrong. But if that's what they're holding in their mind, and not examining it to see is it accurate? And is it true today? Then they can get themselves in lots of heaps of trouble and create discord everywhere. And we don't want to have that. What we want to have is a life that has more flow and ease. So the first step is awareness. Pay attention. Is the universe giving back to you feedback in accordance with what you're doing? Because everything you do, just like that, the universe gives you instant feedback. Are you paying attention? Are you aware? Or maybe, like a lot of my clients, they call me because they have an inner experience of being stuck like I'm stuck. There's things that I want to bring into the world, there's things I want to do. I'm trying to solve a problem and they feel stuck. Well, the first step to get get through those beliefs and through those things that are having them stuck is to have awareness. Stuck how? In what areas of your life? How do you know you're stuck? What's your evidence? You know, I asked one person what they wanted and they said they wanted to be happy. And I said, "Well, How will will you know when you're happy? And that person couldn't tell me. I said, well, if you can't tell me how you will know when you're happy, maybe you're happy now and you don't know it. And after we got done with the kind of laughter over my comment, it's serious. Because sometimes we might have a belief that we're not good enough or we don't measure up or we're gifted. And so that has all the attitude around it. Or we have ADHD and we have attitude around that, belief around that, but we have to have awareness. The first step is always getting more and more awareness of what am I dealing with and how does it matter and why does it matter anyway, right? The second step is having inner honesty about it. And the honesty about is about its impact. How does this belief affect me really on the inside? And inner honesty is where The answers lie because some of us are really good at pretending like we're happy when we're not. Some people are really good at pretending like they're open-minded or they're okay with a certain thing, but they're secretly not. Some people act like they're really upset by something when they're really not. And so developing more and more inner honesty is the key here to really start saying, really, like, really, like, really. What do I believe? Like really, not what do I believe on the surface because so-and-so thinks I should believe that way, but what's the truth, my inner truth? What is it? It matters that you tell yourself the truth. Even if nobody else knows yet, what is it? And that we're willing to have that honest dialogue with our own inner self. Whether anybody is involved in it yet or not, It's totally, it's totally up to you. But we have to get honest with ourselves and with our awareness, like what is really going on? Like, really? And that's why I use the word really. Like with myself, I'll go, really? Okay, really? What is it? And so I use that word to help myself go deeper, go deeper, go deeper until I get to the bottom line of whatever it is I'm looking at to get that level of inner integrity, inner honesty. Then the next step to changing these limiting beliefs is being open, open open-minded, and open-hearted. Einstein said, you cannot solve a problem with the same thinking that created it. So if we're not open, we're just going to keep going round and round in circles, and that belief will just keep going and, and digging a trench. You know, Henry Ford also had a quote that I love, and he said, if I would have asked them what they wanted, they would have said, faster horses. So it matters that we are open, something outside of what we currently can see or understand. Because it's in that openness that we can begin to receive new information that will help us build new beliefs and new attitudes that do not limit us, limit us to the same level. That maybe we were before being open is key. Now, some people will say they're open when secretly their inner honesty is suspect and not really, they're not really open. Or some people will think they're open and they have belief systems around what open means. And so they're kind of miss the mark a little. So it takes, that's where the inner honesty is, right? Like, am I really open or do I want to be open? So I say I am. Because you can want something really badly and convince yourself that you're it you have it when maybe you haven't done the work to get there yet so there's all different facets here and it matters that we pay attention to the openness and our own inner awareness and honesty about what is going on in our world really the inner landscape matters more than most people give credit for they're always looking outside of themselves the answer is always 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 inside. Then the next step here is to practice being willing. (laughs) Oh, and this is where a lot of people get all like goofy on me is because they think that, oh no, I might have to change. Well, we're changing limiting beliefs. And so as Socrates said, the only constant in this world is change. So we want to practice being willing, willing, right? To make a shift in our thinking and our actions and our desires, whatever it would be, and also being willing to say, okay, what's really working stays. See, I think sometimes people are afraid that if they look within to make a change, that they're going to have to throw everything out or that everything they've been doing is wrong. But you don't hear me talking that way because I don't see it as right or wrong. I see it, the question is, is it working? Is what you're doing serving you? Is it working for you? If it's not working, let's do something different if it's not serving you and you're exhausted and you have decision fatigue at the end of the day and you feel goofy, let's not do that. Let's find a way to get your belief systems to move forward with your own evolution and expansion. So they serve you. That's the point of having them anyway. So that's that willingness. And then the next step is reserve the right to change your mind. Always. Reserve the right to change your mind. Because you could have the best idea in the world or you could be talking to somebody and the best thing could happen and all the epiphanies in the world, and yeah, yeah, the angels are singing and the trumpets are going, right? It's all great. And then you could wake up the next day and something amazing and magical happens in a dream or in an idea or in your meditation and it shifts everything. So always reserve the right to change your mind because after all, it is your life, they're your belief systems, It's your system. So reserve that right. And if somebody challenges you, oh, you changed your mind, then, and they don't understand this principle, then that gives you information about how closely you want them in your inner circle knowing what's going on. You want the people in your inner circle to support you if you change your mind. Maybe they'll even help you ask discerning questions. Or maybe you'll think, maybe I need to change my mind, but I'm not sure and they can enter into a collaborative dialogue so that you can sort it out by hearing your own voice say it and and listening to their questions. But it's so important to always reserve the right to change your mind because we're not machines. We're fluid beings. And what might be perfect for you today may not work very well a year from now, two years from now, 10 years from now, 90 days from now. It matters that we give ourselves that permission to change our mind. Then we want to free ourselves from the inner bondage of believing that everything has to stay the same. I call it freeing myself the bondage of human ignorance. That sounds like maybe really heavy or harsh, but I also know that sometimes we carry around beliefs that until we run into them or until we look at them, they hold us hostage and maybe we don't even know it. Down to simple things like how you fold towels. Everybody does it a little different. I don't know what happens if you're with somebody who folds towels differently. Really matters, right? Like, ooh. Or it could be a really big belief system. It could be a belief system about how to raise your children. Or how to be in the world. Or whether you should be giving or what. Like, there's so many things. We have a belief about everything. So it matters that we choose to be aware enough to keep freeing ourselves more and more and more and more from the inner bondage of ignorance. Ignorance is the same vibration as innocence. So what it means is we don't know what we don't know. We can't see everything. So our way of being when we're living this way of freeing ourselves is to say, huh, this rubs really funny, or this isn't working, or I keep going this way and it just doesn't feel right. Let me be open-minded to another way. Let me reserve the right to change my mind and look in a different spot for the answers. I've had to do that with some of my recent physical pain I've had. Oh boy, what a challenge it's been from the limiting beliefs. And part of the limiting beliefs have been the helpers. The helpers I I was determining over time had a certain belief and they many of them, didn't want to come outside of that realm. And it negatively affected my treatment. So I had to keep looking for somebody who was not so rigid. But it was a belief system. It was having understanding that everybody's operating on one. And when we can look at it, our own and other people's, we can see how they fit together or they don't fit together. So changing our limiting beliefs is empowering. It can be messy sometimes, it can be fun sometimes, kind of like finger painting, right? And it yields a much more authentic, powerful life. And that's the goal, is it not? To have a fulfilled, happy, powerful, amazing, incredible, magical life. And we create that kind of story by being open and willing to experience something more than we can even imagine today because the best thing you can imagine today isn't it because our brains cannot even conceive of the greatness and the goodness that is ours for the asking because of limiting beliefs i used to have the belief that i'm eleven, and so i can only do certain things well, some things I don't, I don't know that I'd be very good at playing basketball. You know, there's some things that my height might challenge me some, but there's other things that I'd really be dynamic at. So what are our beliefs about it? You know, I have a friend of mine who she has brown eyes. Her eyes are beautiful. And she thinks that because she has brown eyes that she doesn't look good in photos and on pictures. Cause you can't see her irises really well and stuff. And I'm like, what your eyes are beautiful. So we have beliefs about our bodies, we have beliefs about who we are, about our voice, about our presence, about our height, about where we live, about the weather, right? All of them, all of them could be and should be evolving and expanding as we grow as human beings because the universe is always growing. Always expanding. So when we get all rigid and we hold on with that death grip, we're creating pain for ourselves and others. So I encourage you to be open to changing the beliefs that limit you, to notice when you're limiting yourself, and to be open and willing to try something new, to see what can come your way. You can always go back to the old. Probably won't fit, but you could try it. So there you have it. Give yourself permission to change for the better. Give yourself permission to be who you're really meant to be from the inside out. And in that, you will be happy, you will be joyous, and you will feel the love of the universe emanating through you. Until the next episode, you are. Thank you for listening. I trust you gained some valuable inspiration and information. Please join me and other visionaries in the Someone Gets Me Facebook group. Or for more information on my services and additional episodes, visit someonegetsme.com. Again, thanks for listening.